Greetings from Studio 47 at Augustana University, and welcome to Alone Together, a storytelling initiative documenting how our university community navigates living and learning through a global pandemic. I'm your host, Anne Rosendale, campus pastor and proud graduate of Augustana. Today, I am talking with two Augustana graduates. Heidi Binstock is pastor of Westside Lutheran Church. She's a proud member of the Augustana class of 1995. And Kevin Stilson is director of music and communications at Westside Lutheran Church here in Sioux Falls. He is an 05 grad. So welcome to both of you. Glad that you're... Thanks. Glad to be here. Could you give us a sense, maybe each of you from your own perspective, about how life at Westside Lutheran has changed in the last few weeks? I mean, change has just been happening daily. And, and the, the first week that we did not have worship um, physically together, um, which pretty much I think all churches are doing at this point, um, was March 15th, I think. And as we were going through that week, we sort of knew that we would have to start doing things differently. Um, and, and that began as well how will we clean the space and assure that it's clean and what we should stop passing the peace and should we even serve coffee? And then by Friday, it was pretty clear that we could, we couldn't even have worship, you know, together, at least have people in the building. And so we pretty quickly um, pivoted to um, communicating that out and understanding that we would be streaming worship. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it feels like things have been changing so quickly and we're needing to make decisions quickly without even really being able to think in that moment about how we're going to do it. Like we knew like, okay, we need to do live stream worship. We're going to communicate that out on Friday. Uh, and then now I'm going to figure out how the heck we're going to do that and how we're going to do that in a way that um, still makes worship uh, meaningful and engaging for people to tune in. Um, Cause worship is such a, is a thing that we do together in community and how do we do that while we're not, physically together. What's been the biggest challenge you've encountered in moving worship online and moving community to a more of an online platform? Yeah, just trying to figure out how do we make this feel like it's something that we're doing together as a community. Um, you know, the first Sunday, which was March 15th, we, we pretty much just set up our cameras and we just did worship in the way that we normally would do worship just with the two of us in the room um, and realizing that people were tuning in and um, we had people pretty much right away uh, sending us pictures of them with their kids in front of the TV watching worship. And so we pretty quickly had had feedback that people were participating. Um, and uh, and so that was really helpful. And then this last Sunday, we sort of learned to maybe talk more about that. Like, hey, you, we are not together, but we can share the piece. So share the piece, use the, the waving emoticon or uh, send a picture of your family in the comments so that we can see that who we're gathered here with today for worship. You know, so trying to lean into the fact that we're, we're not uh, physically together and that we're, we're all over the place. We're uh, not even all in Sioux Falls. You know, we have people coming and checking it out from all over the place. Still trying to figure out, you know, how how do we encourage people to sing from home? Uh, you know, do we put lyrics on the, on the screen as we do it? Um, do we try and do like a, a spoken confession with slides? You know, how do we um, 
to get people to participate from home. So these are still things that we're working on on figuring out. Um, so by the end of all this, we'll be really good at it, hopefully. Yeah, so you've, you've only been at this a couple weeks. Yeah. How is it affecting the spirit of the community? And is that spirit of community that has been so strong and robust at Westside, has that been maintained? Or have there been challenges associated with that? I, I mean, I think the thing that has pleasantly surprised us is, is just to um, feel the spirit of the community engaging in, in the streamed worship, you know, that, that even the very first morning that we were doing it, we got messages from people saying, oh, we made a cross for our worship space, and the kids have gotten a giving jar together, and, and so telling us that, that they were getting together as a family, and they were preparing for worship, and, and we understood when we put it together that, that we didn't want to just provide people with a message, like a sermon, you know, that, that there, there's a fullness to Lutheran worship that's participatory and always more than just that one thing. And yet we had pared it down. But then at the very last minute, we're like, well, we can't do worship without a kid talk. And because I had originally not put a kid talk in there. And and so so once we got feedback that, oh, people were actually waiting and expecting us, then we showed up with a few more pieces that we normally do. Westside is a pretty new congregation still, 10 years old. Has that helped you? Do you think that it's a it's a newer congregation they're used to trying new things yeah i think we were just talking about this today that our we are able to be a little more casual and that lends itself well to um to streaming and to doing th things in a new way and so we aren't we aren't locked into particular patterns even though we have some things that are meaningful to our congregation that we sort of do all the time another thing that we're doing outside of worship is zoom groups so we're using uh, zoomed for our, our some small group conversations and uh, for uh, Bible study and things like that and uh, that has a little bit more of a learning curve I think because uh, it involves two-way conversation and so it's important to check out your your speakers and your microphone and make sure you have the app download and those sorts of things um, I don't think those things are hard and we have people of all ages that are figuring it out here uh, it's just a matter of trying something that's new to a lot of people. But we've been surprised on the engagement for that as well. Um, we've been having a, we have a parent sanity check tonight at nine o'clock for parents to just call in and see what everybody's up to, how people are doing, share some resources. We had a uh, scripture and prayer last night and this morning. And then on uh, Thursday, tomorrow, we'll have a, we're just calling it a social hour at 4.30 so people can connect and chat and see what people are up to. Pastor Heidi, I have a curious question for you about how you are handling these really monumental moments of life and death. So weddings, funerals, these times when it's really important to be in person with someone and maybe you can't be in person with someone or, or can't gather a group of people like for a funeral. How, how are you navigating that as a pastor? Yeah, so, I mean, we just had a, a wedding this last weekend, and um, they had decided to, to to continue with it, and it was just immediate family, so it was the wedding party, and then essentially parents there, and we all kept our space, and you know, we, we don't have very many funerals at Westside, and so we have, I guess we have gift in that, that I haven't had to engage that yet, um, 
but what I have found is that in, in the last few weeks as I've had to engage people who have been in the hospital, for example, that, um, <clears throat> that they understand that I can't visit and a phone call, I, I've started to realize that it, it really is just touching base and that you can speak the same words into the phone that you would in person and that can be. This is a question for both of you. What do you hear people at Westside expressing most worry or anxiety about? And what's a word that you might speak to them in the midst of that worry and anxiety? Yeah, and maybe it's just where I, where I am in, in life right now, but I just hear parents are, are tired and don't really know what to do with their kids. Um, working from home, trying to do school, trying to entertain kids, uh, it's just a lot to, to deal with. And it's really hard when there's, there's no end in sight. We don't know how long this is going to be for. This is just us trying to find our new normal. Um, but I do, I do think that people will find a routine, and will, this this will feel, I think, more and more normal as time goes on. And um, I just think it's helpful to know that it's not a unique uh, place to be in. Uh, that there are a lot of people that are are also struggling with that and and figuring that out. One of the one of the things I think we're finding out in our in our Zoom groups as we connect is that, um, you know, I think sometimes we think we're the only people who are not handling things poorly, like everybody else is having beautiful game night with their family, and nobody's arguing, and 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 then everybody goes to bed just like nicely and and lovingly, and and when you get together in these groups, you find out that oh my goodness, we're struggling, and and here we wanted all this we wanted more family time and now we have more family time and we aren't quite sure that we should have family time. And, mm. and, um, and so I think it's helpful to find out that there are others struggling with it as well, that, um, that none of us are perfect. And, and so it's just sort of helpful to know that you're not the only one. There definitely is a renewed sense of solidarity that has come for all people through this experience. I think. I think so. I agree. So my last question for you is, I know there will be people listening who are members of Westside or congregations like Westside, uh, whose communities will not be worshiping in person for now weeks, maybe even into months. And um, what would you say to them? What is the best way that they can support their congregation in, into the future here? Well, one of the reasons that we want to call every member or every household at Westside is just to remind people that they matter here. And, and so what I really hope that congregations or congregation members know is that, is that they matter and that um, our hope is that the church matters as well to them. You know, so it's a remembering, remembering you're part of a community and that we value you. We certainly, um, we, we need you. We need everybody's support to, to pitch in and, however that is, um, certainly uh, financially, but that, that, that there's always so much more than that, that we're community together. And so um, so we feel like we're in relationship. And so as we want to remember you, we want to be remembered as well. And so, so tune in and so know that there's a message for you and that we're thinking about you and we're praying for you. Um, and, and so I think it's, um, it's just remembering that 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 you matter and our hope is that we matter in your life too so it's to be present together thanks for that word heidi and thanks to both of you for the great work that you're doing 
for taking the time for this conversation and, and for supporting God's people in the midst of this pandemic. Thanks, yeah. Anne. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening and for doing your part to flatten the curve and stop the spread of the coronavirus. As we close out our podcast today, enjoy this musical offering from the Augustana community to center and inspire you. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and keep washing those hands. Mm-hmm.